You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The opinions expressed on this webmasterradio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of webmasterradio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of webmasterradio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet. Today we have a great guest on the show, Terry Van Horn, partner of the SEO Dojo, and uh, Terry's been in the SEO industry for 17 years. He dwarfs even John and I. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. So have a, a true uh, grandfather of SEO. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm old anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't poking at that at all. No. Um, <laughs> I don't care either way. You know, it is what it is. <laughs> so, you know, we, I really wanted to get Terry on the show because I, I, I really respect his opinion. And, and today we wanted to talk about uh, uh, Google Search Plus the world. It's all over the news. Everyone's talking about it, at least in our industry. Everyone else is like, what, what? But, um,. <laughs> It's it is big in the industry right now. There's lots of hubbub about it. Twitter's freaking out because well, first of all, let's let's do a bit of a rundown of what it is for any listeners who don't know what's going on. John, do you want to intro it? I could, but I'm pissed at it because I don't have it yet. I haven't even really got got to see or play with it, so I'm pissed. But well, I'm Peter. <laughs> no, I'm just it's it's not fair. There can't be this much hubbub about something and let's not get to see it yet. Um, <laughs> but basically, what they've done is they've added. A lot of new 
content categories, I guess is what you call it, into their search. I'm kind of considering it almost like another universal search element, but kind of a much broader and bigger one. So they're pulling in a lot of data, for personalized data about you and what has been shared with you and written about you, I guess, because um, I haven't seen that part yet, but um, from other places in the net. But when we say from other places, the big hubbub is most of the other places are just Google+. Plus. So, uh, it, all of the other places, as far as I know. Yeah, there's supposed to be other ones, but no one's seen that yet. So, mm. and people are complaining because there's not. Okay, and 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 when you get this new feature, you'll see at the top of your screen, or right next to the search box, I believe, a uh, a person icon and then a world icon. And by default, that's one of the kickers too. You're op- you're opted in by default. Um, the the search results you see are results with personal. Um, sort of social content thrown in. Um, the only way to get out of it is to press on the world, uh, and that's and then that takes you to and, and this is actually quite cool. They're saying that this could actually uh, have popped the the information bubble. Um, no personalization at all when you click on the world, which is a good thing because they say again this is all. It's so new. We're all just sort of exploring it. We will when we get it anyway. Um, <laughs> I'm going by all these other second-hand accounts here. Third-hand. But um, that you'll be able to find content that you wouldn't normally have found in your own group, which is one of the issues with social, they say. Um, you know, you're always in your own group. You're always seeing like opinions, that kind of thing, because that's just the nature of being social and connecting with people. But this way, you potentially get to see a whole other side of the Internet. Um, whether that was their intention or not, I, I doubt it. Hey, but it's nice. Hey, t- Terry, do you have it yet? Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it. I my I I'm not a fan. But, and you know what? Probably the first time when the whole industry jumps on a bandwagon that I don't go contrarian just to be different. But uh, <laughs> in this case, I feel too strongly that uh, you know, it's just I called it uh, setting themselves on the slippery slope. Of mediocrity. They're going to be mm. mediocre just like uh, Bing is. Mm. My personal opinion. Wow. Uh, Them fighting uh, words, eh? <laughs> well, personally, Ross, as someone, you know, uh, who doesn't like fluff on the web, I mean, if I wanted to know what these other people were about, and a lot of it, when you're not plugged in, are like luminaries. And it's the same with when I got on Google+. I thought, you're, you're suggesting me these things. I didn't take them on Twitter. Don't take them on Facebook. Why the would I want them here? <laughs> Very good. The, the suggestions, or as they like to call it, the recommendations, were terrible. And I don't know your show, so I'm trying not to use some of my favorite words. <laughs> Oh, come on, go ahead. Go for it. <laughs> but you know what? I, I feel, you know, I, I'm not a big fan. And I and it's not just because I'm not a fan of social either because, well, there's a reason <laughs> I only follow, a, a, you know, a few hundred people. Cause, yeah. And most of them, it was I looked at their profile. I don't follow my stream. Like, to me, Twitter is just, and, you know, they're going to jump all over me. as just a broadcast channel. Engagement, long gone, long gone, heading towards Facebook and LinkedIn and uh, Google+. They're, you know, it's becoming a great place to let people know what's on your podcast channel and whatever. Great for that. Not so good for engagement. That's kind of how I see it. 
Oh, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I wouldn't say it's 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 um, very good for engagement either. I do have still got some pretty decent engagement out of it, but it's certainly getting harder and harder to happen. And really, um, <laughs> the only problem is it's usually delayed because uh, you know very few people are now on it all the time, sort of ready to respond when you respond. So the engagement yeah. becomes pretty hollow after a while. They're on Facebook and uh, the place I mentioned. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> now, based on what we were just talking about, so uh, Google Search, so they're calling it Google Search plus the world. So you know, you're getting the world in there. Okay. Uh, anyway. Worst name ever. I know. Absolutely worst name ever. And you know what I'm calling it? I'm calling it Google Search Plus. I actually went and changed the title on my my, my article to Google Search Plus the World because I figured people wouldn't find it otherwise. But originally it was just Google Search Plus because really that's all it is. It's Search Plus. Uh, but the problem is, anyway, uh, you know, Plus. I didn't want people thinking it was if, just Google if, Plus. If it's the default <laughs> setting, why isn't it just Google Search? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Very true. Very true. Um so what's going on since this was launched was uh, Twitter uh, freaked out and said, well, you know, why aren't we in there? Um, you know, we're this and we're that. We're awesome. Um, <laughs> it was just like uh, it, it's a, they're a bunch of kids squabbling in a, in a, in a sandbox. And um, this is where I, I thought it would be kind of intriguing to get Terry's thoughts and, and, and John's. Just really, I mean – yeah, we may not care a lot about this, and we're kind of pissed at Google for doing it. But let's get into the nitty gritties and discuss why um, or which side should people be on. I mean, and and why? What what are the, the details around it? For example, uh, does Twitter really have a good argument here? Because they did, uh, and it turns out that at least they announced that Google actually let this released finally. That uh, Twitter was the one that broke off the negotiations before to continue their their. Uh, Firehose feed to Google, which is all their data. So Google doesn't really have their data except for the public stuff that they can index. Um, anyway, so what, what do you guys think so far? I, I just have to say, Twitter's being a whiny little bitch. That's all there <laughs> is to it. <laughs> they they have no reason to complain. Google's been asking them for their data for so long. Yes, Google could go in, they could scrape it, they could they could go to Britney Spears' Google profile page, which very clearly shows her Twitter feed and pull it into the, to the to to the suggestions they could do that but why would they if google if twitter's not going to let them have the data why would they go the extra effort to to go find it it doesn't make sense to me mm -hmm. terry i concur i would add uh two things number 1 uh, i've always considered real time search as uh part of the universal as a lot of these things and to me universal search is driven by user behavior Users decide what are in those certs. And users said, you know what? This stuff is crap. I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to play that. And they did. And that's why eventually they said, what are we paying for? Stuff people don't care about. Yeah, it's nice to get the trends, but, uh, you know, they, they're setting up their own way to do the trends. I don't blame them. Uh, I, you know, listen. The thing of the uh, the thought that search engines are like these uh, public entities that you know, oh heaven forbid they put their own properties in there. Well, a lot of times the properties are there because they're the best at that particular mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, 
there's a reason that they're there. Maps is not even an equivalent, really, when you think about it. There's stuff like it, but why would they use someone else's stuff? And why, with the way that the biggest problem that search engines have had is attribution. And I'm sure the people here at the station would agree with me. You find your shit all over the Internet. And why? Because there's no fucking way to do attribution. Guess what? The author tag, when hooked through a Google profile, gives them, they're checking on fucking people now. They know who are are actually publishing these things because you know what? When they publish through a blog, it gives a ping and the ping is a so... They make all this... Uh, Entities, all this stuff comes together, and guess what? They know all the other places that that person writes. Quality writers will put to shame the people who are hiring the guys, you know, in a country on another shore. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Preach Content it to us. will improve on the internet because of this. That's my opinion. Uh, yeah, I think we discussed that too before on the show, and, and, and we're, I'm personally excited about it. I, you know, we've all I think feel it's just a mess out there, so it's going to be quite nice for the other guys to, to rise to the top. I mean, I think uh, certain things are taking a little long, like the Relicals author; they're a bit too fussy on who's showing up when. Um, but, but I, uh, you're just saying I, that because you haven't shown up yet, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, Ross. They did the micro formats slow as well where you had to verify through your webmaster tools that you had a snippet all that stuff guess what they've dropped that now now if you're using of course it's got to be schema yeah yeah you know yeah uh let's own this that's what scares me about that little thing there is they own that at any time they can say oh geez you know what we now gonna license that and we're gonna charge you what's to stop them Look at what they did with analytics and a bunch of other things. I personally, not real trusting and putting trust in what they're proposing people use. Hmm. But what, now, I don't want to get too off track here, but with the analytics, isn't it just an enhancement where you can get more support? It's the same actual program, isn't it? The one they're paying for? No, I mean when they took the NP, not provided. Oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, that's... Which is not a big deal, but it is a deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, no question about it. And the fact that yeah. they don't seem to care what everyone else seems to think is well, really they annoying. They the rules. That's what yeah. I don't like. They change the rules, you know. Yeah. And and what you're, you have no uh, way, no recourse, because it's not against the law to do what they're doing. So but, you but have you, no recourse. You do have a recourse. You, you use some other analytics. Yeah. I mean, uh, I guess now. Never mind. I take that back completely. I'm thinking of something different. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I'm being dumb. Because it's the, <laughs> try and yeah. do try and do AdWords without using Google Analytics. It yeah. becomes a little tougher to do it. Yeah, uh, and, and sync a, everything up and have it make sense. Yeah. And then that data, of course, is not available on anything, right? So yeah, um, uh, it's it's. It's quite a mess. But back to, back to this this issue. Now, people are talking about antitrust. Do you think that because Google has said, you know, sorry, our competitors haven't given us our content, so we're going to make ours exclusive? Um, yeah, essentially, what they're saying by doing this, um, it's only Google Plus that shows up. 
there's no one else they've told anyone is going to be in there. Um, they said that hey, Twitter, Facebook, sure, you know, we'll talk. They said if if they they're interested in having their content in there, um, you know, they put their dukes up. I I commend them. However, I do think that they uh, have put themselves at a bit of a risk here. Since I've been reading and I wrote an article on it, I, I've, I'm now not as sure, certain it is antitrust. But my, what are your thoughts, uh, John? Um, I listened to the, the interview that um, Danny Sullivan did with Eric Schmidt at CES. <laughs> <laughs> and all I could think was that Eric Schmidt is basically <laughs> saying, you know, he's flipping off those two companies saying, sure, send us a letter. We'll include you. I, I almost think that they really are doing this directly and deliberately to try to leverage those two companies to give them more data. I almost think that's part of the part of their strategy in the, in the back end is to try to get more data out of these companies and try to get the public to help force Facebook and Twitter to give them more data, but I think it's backfiring on them. Mm. Yep, and if they have the data themselves, they're not uh, dependent on those other companies. All. They don't want to be dependent on Twitter for the data where Twitter can say at any time, Right, be- say it become an integral part of your search, i.e., Bing and Facebookish, like right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've crawled into bed with Facebook, is what Bing has done, right? When you really think about it, because oh, if yeah. Bing pulls out, they're kind of they got in a hurry, replace that component of their uh, search. Not a good way to do it. Not have your, you know. Now, before we get into more here, I got to take a quick break for Brasco kills me <laughs> so we'll be right back seo 101 will be back right after recess It's time for the 2012 SES Conference and Expo to make its way back to the Big Apple, New York City. SES New York 2011 makes its way to the New York Hilton March 19th through the 23rd. SES New York 2011 will feature over 70 sessions, nearly 100 exhibitors, and networking opportunities with thousands of marketing and search engine optimization professionals. SES New York 2011 will start with a high-profile opening keynote from Google's digital marketing evangelist, Avinash Kaushik. Don't delay. Come to SES New York 2012, March 19th through the 23rd, inside the New York Hilton. Register right now at searchenginestrategies.com. That's searchenginestrategies.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try MySEOTool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. 
Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Today we have a great guest on the show, Terry Van Horn, partner of the SEO Dojo and veteran of the SEO industry for 17 years. And today we're talking about Google Search Plus the World. That's a big release they've done recently that is causing quite a fuss. And we were just discussing antitrust, whether or not they're really in in an exposed state. So I had to cut us off there. Uh, I believe, uh, was it Terry or John wanted to say something? I'll say something. Um, <laughs> you can't, I can talk on this for quite some time. So when you think about, think about antitrust, right, and you think about the two real big um, type of industries that are related to this, social media and search, well, you've got three players that all have social media and search. It just so happens only one of those three players is doing both well. Facebook and Twitter suck at search, and the only way people can actually find stuff on those sites is through some other search engine because their search engines suck. So why are they complaining so much, or why are they preventing preventing Google to index and search their sites? So how can so the whole thing with antitrust is like, well, if you're not cooperating, how can you complain? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Terry, do you have any rebuttal or any other thoughts on that? Yeah, like. Search, search engine, they can do what they want. It's a free market society. You know who will ultimately decide? People. The users yeah. will decide. And, you know, like I said, I think they've started on that slope. We've all seen it, man. They all do something really well for a while, a while and then they think they can do it all. And they mm-hmm. all end, and it's not pretty. <laughs> yeah, it should be interesting. I'd love to see where Google is in about 10 years. It'd be interesting. I don't think they're going anywhere, It'll but they're probably certain- not be called Google. How's hmm. that? What do you think it'll be called? <laughs> it'll be called something else, or it'll be a penny stock. You want it to be Van Hornigle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't think that these things last uh, yeah. on the internet yeah. because there's no such thing as loyalty on the internet. Why I'm not a big proponent of brands on the internet. Brands entail loyalty. I don't believe there's any loyalty on the internet. It's all price driven and, you know, the latest fad, what's cool, where to be, that, you know. What's We've the, been around old- long enough to see that uh, play out how many times? I mean, what's the oldest brand on the internet that you can think of? That's, I mean, probably the Yahoo. Think of, well, yeah. I was even thinking, I was thinking AOL, actually. Um, even though the, the, more of a service provider than internet company, but yeah, but it, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, but you're right. There's not very many that you can name that have been around for a long time at all. Yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty interesting. I think uh, personally, I, I don't know. I've certainly seen lots of come and go as well, but Google's already been around the block a long time. And, uh, you know, I've been just, since 97. 
97 is is a fair bit of time on the internet. But like, but like, like Terry said, though, you think about the two we just mentioned, Yahoo and AOL. They're both struggling like crazy right now. But in the day, they were the powerhouses like Google are is right, right now. And it it's also revenue models. What killed the early search engines? Right, the real like what like Yahoo to me is a hybrid directory search engine. Real search engine, uh, probably. There isn't one other than Google left mm-hmm. standing that isn't owned by Yahoo or AOL. Yeah. Yeah, well, with the, the emergence of social and how that's going to change things over the next few years, it, it stands to reason that search will be nothing like what we see right now in 10 years. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Search as an industry is changing dramatically as a whole, and the way people find things on the internet are changing as a whole. So search might not be as integral to day, people's day-to-day life as it has been for the past half a decade. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, <laughs> we're getting off talk here. It's interesting, though. <laughs> that's probably why we're getting sucked off. It's interesting. But one of the things that uh, Eric Schmidt was saying was uh, – well, I should say Mr. – quote-unquote, I should have declined to comment, Eric Schmidt. Oh, my God, that was a bad interview. <laughs> yeah. So bad. Oh, we Looks love like him on our show. We, we actually have a little thing we do. With, you know? <laughs> He's just horrid. Oh, my God, you can tell he just, just – I, well, we, we know it because Danny's already nailed him a few times on, on different interviews, but he doesn't, they don't get along well, I don't think. <laughs> just don't. I want to hear uh, Larry's comments, actually. Who's? Larry's. You never will, probably. Uh, no. Probably not. He's well defended. Um, but anyway, he seems to think that you know Google didn't have a right to do uh, to, to use that because they've already got info they could be using in there. And I thought that you know if they really wanted to play the or an ice card, they would have included what public info was out there. It still would have been minimal, um, and they would have been safe. Everyone would have been like, "Oh, cool, they did it." Blah, 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 blah. But he seemed to think they couldn't. You know, that's wonderful. He was roadblocking Danny every time he said, well, because Danny was wondering, why isn't this content in there? You can access it. One thought I had, and I don't know whether this has any merit, is whether or not um, trans, you know, parsing web, because essentially when Google sees tweets, they see a page full of tweets. They'd have to parse that into separate tweets, wouldn't they? Because they don't, they don't have a feed. Or what am I missing there? And that could be something that might be an it's issue. just illegal. the page of text to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can crawl. They, 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 they could crawl. Yeah. They could crawl individual tweets, but <laughs> who'd want to? Um, <laughs> how, how would they do that? Because even if you get the, if you go to someone's um, feed, you click on the date, and it goes to a page that has just that tweet. So it'd be tons and tons of those individual so pages. They would, right. They would find it's, those by following the links. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's it would be ridiculously stupid and yeah. ridiculous and a waste of bandwidth. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I would expect there. I mean, these guys have. I don't seem to care about data. They probably already are doing this in the background. They just haven't got it available. Someday they'll just open it up. Um, all the history. I when uh, me and Dave uh, were talking to Joe Holland with his uh, who's talking. Remember when he had that search engine? He started getting Facebook data, and he said, "You know what? Because of the privacy there, I don't think there's really as much there as people think." And I tend to agree with them because personally, I don't have a lot of my stuff that I let out there. Even like my own thing, I nope, I don't allow. It. Sorry, I don't follow. Like you, you mean you don't think there's a lot of data? Where I think a lot of people have stuff private. I don't have yeah. most of my uh, Facebook stuff is private. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, very true. You know, yeah, just anything that's not "quote unquote" public, but then they were for a while there defaulting you to public. You had to choose otherwise. So I'm sure a lot of people didn't even think about it and posted it publicly. <laughs> right, yeah. but the thing you know, is, to find all the stuff, you would have to follow a lot of useless stuff to find the stuff that matters. Right. Yeah. So it comes down to what people don't realize. Right? Is Google does have to pay for their bandwidth. Everything they do actually takes resources. And guess what? When they do those things, it's not just about sucking everything up off the Internet. It's sucking it up and making a profit at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's you know what the premise that I kind of work on, that when people say those things, that sometimes it's just not profitable to do that. So why would they? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, I, I just had a thought while we were talking about this about Twitter and their their backlash on this. You know, Twitter's getting ready to launch business pages, and I wonder if the business pages, if the impact this would have on their business pages, and the fact that they're not going to be in those recommendations, has a big part of why they're so pissed. Oh God! Yes. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're a the joke. They really are. These How much of the how much of the local search happens on Google? Mm. Uh, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close, I would say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, the, the with, other thing- and with the rumors going around about local search merging with Google Plus relatively soon, that's going to make it even worse. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's definitely happening. It's going to come any, any, I would say, any week. It's so close. Oh, yeah, um, I'd be surprised if it wasn't in the next couple of months. Yeah. Um, well, now, how, what do you, I don't understand that. What do you mean? So my what I'm hearing and what I've, what I've talked to people about is the possibility of Google taking places pages and replacing them with Google Plus business pages. So when you oh, go oh, to the, Okay, yeah, that. I was yeah. surprised, actually, when they did that, that they didn't just say, hey, if you've got a, a places page already, guess what? You're covered. Yeah. What right. happened yeah. to entities? It makes no sense. That's so what they did with the uh, personal uh, profiles. And, and I, personally think, I personally think the reason they didn't do it off the bat is because there's some technology issues behind the two on how they would merge them. Because what happens if you claimed a places page with, with an email address, it wasn't attached to anything in Google+. So what, where would that places page go in Google+. And what yeah. would happen to the claiming process? They have a bad so, so the merging, I'm sure they've got some, some technical issues from the merging, but I'm sure they're also... I don't think so. You know why? Because well, my Google account is not with Google. It's my own private email address. Sure, but it's a Google account, right? Oh, yeah, okay. They, I hear what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Now, because the, the, the other thing, too, is, and this annoyed the piss out of me, is when Google Plus launched, of course, I started it. Uh, you know, I started using it. I was excited because I'm, I'm a bit, bit I, I like free. And I like I like their system. I love the Hangouts and all that. So I was using it, and, and I created quite a profile for uh, my Ross Dunn account, which is a, a personal account. And then as soon as they launched companies, I thought, well, we use Google Apps, so uh, let's use it. So I started using that. But there's no way to merge them. There still isn't. So I've got all these people following me in my old account. I'm now building all these new followers in this other account. And they said they're bringing out a merge tool. I don't think they have yet. I haven't heard a thing. It's just a good example of how they get ahead of themselves. And and if they're having a problem merging that, imagine merging Google 
replaces pages with this. I mean, good yeah, God. I, <laughs> yeah, but at least they're doing the right thing and they're not going to do it the way people would like them to do it just so they can do it like that. Yeah. Rather, because you know what I think too, Ross? They learned something. When they did the switchover where you uh, could or where you didn't have to, uh, where they switched from, you didn't have to have a Google email account to have a Google account. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, as someone who didn't have a Google account, I had a hell of a time getting uh-huh. everything fixed afterwards. Like right. to the point where I ended up calling my uh, AdWords rep and saying, can you help me? Like it was <laughs> that bad. Oh, my wow. God. Yeah, because I couldn't get uh, – we had a bunch of e-commerce feeds set up. Uh, couldn't get to that stuff because of it. That'll teach you not to assimilate. Yeah, <laughs> I got Don't, one yeah. client I've had for 10 years, and I just put him in Google Webmaster Tools yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well – one of the suggestions I – well, first of all, let's talk about one thing, and that's apparently the quality. And, and again, I'm having to go off secondhand accounts because I don't have this capability. Neither does John. And, and Terry, you don't have it from your system at home yet, or you, have you just yeah, seen I, it? Yeah, I've seen it, and it was on my system. We Okay. We were doing chat, and Dave was showing me, and I was seeing it probably okay. because uh, I'm using his query strings. So they okay. might think it's me if I'm not plugged in. Gotcha. Well, what I saw in the uh, um, Webmaster, uh, no, Search Engine Watch, I think it was Search Engine Watch, had some good uh, articles on this right now. They, uh, they're going out and they're testing the relevance. And I tell you, it is piss poor. <laughs> it's so bad. It's just frightening. When, um, when I put music in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Little Wayne, I, I, you know, not people that I would listen to and give a shit about. To me, it was like, oh, Google has replaced ads with useless fluff. Nice. If I'm a stockholder, I'm wondering what the fuck are these boys up to. So, so actually, that brings up a really good point. A lot of that content is in a spot where ads were, right? So right. what's happening to the ads? I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Where are the ads going? What's happening to that? How's that going to impact the, their, their revenue if they're, they're moving or covering up their ads? Mm, I don't know. I, I haven't seen I wish I could see more of it. Um, but what I was going to get at here was the relevance. Um, one of the examples, Simon Hesseltine, the, the uh, head of SEO at AOL, did this, this test for them. And he he said uh, he was in a circle of one of the, the the admins. I forgot her name. I feel bad, but one of the ladies who wrote this article, and uh, she, he said, uh, "quote unquote, hire a rocket scientist, hire a rocket scientist, hire a rocket scientist." That was the subject of his Google Plus. And within <laughs> minutes, I think she did a search for hire a rocket scientist, and there he for rocket scientist, and there he was. Um, Ooh, that's gonna draw spammers wow. like yeah. You know, the guys writing the bots for that stuff are going to go, they're going to be rich, man. Yeah, it's frightening. It's going to make, uh, it's going to make that real time search just as bad as Twitter's. And then they, and that tied into that, um, Danny uncovered, I think it was Danny, that in that search, you can't block sites. 
So you used to be able to block sites if a site comes up and you don't want it. You just block it. It's personal search, so you should be able to block it. But in this new version of personal search, you cannot block sites anymore. God. Well, you know, this, this strikes uh, – Are you yeah. sure? Yeah. Well, I don't have it, so I haven't seen it, but that's what the article said. Okay. Huh. I haven't heard anything like that. Of course, we don't, I don't block sites and wouldn't do it just out of principle. I'll see okay. if I can find it and give you a reference. Yeah. The um, uh, the thing that I think they need to do, and this is a, a feature I added in my article, um, is they need to, to give you the op- opportunity to opt out a particular circle. Say, look, this circle is not one I want to find in my search results. Because some of them, you just want to track a whole pers- a whole group of people in one community. You could have thousands of people in there. You do not want their crap in your results. I mean, it's Right just, on. That's just... A no-brainer to me, and I'm hoping to have that very soon. But really, what they've done here, to, in, in my opinion, Florida Update was like, this is like the uh, a web a, a search engine upgrade equivalent to the screw up they did with Florida Update. They just did this without rolling it out slowly, which you thought you would have thought they'd hold learn. It, hold it, hold it, hold it. Did you just say Florida Update <laughs> was what? Oh, I, I just thought it was crap. It was it was just too quick. Oh, and they, I thought just... the opposite. So we. Oh. <laughs> well, no, it was good really, in terms I... of. Don't get me wrong. It was good in terms of what it did, but it wasn't good, good in terms of how fast they did it and when they did it. Um, the way it, they it, did it. Okay, yeah. when I totally agree with you, can't do that stuff at Christmas time. No, that's not a good time to do it because people got inventory and yeah. guess what? You got people's businesses. You're responsible for them. Lives. Yeah. <laughs> But no, Ross, I think from that, Google actually learned. And I've, when they were doing caffeine, uh, Matt made a point of saying, we aren't going to have this running during Christmas. Oh, I know. And that's what I mean. They learned from that. But then they, yeah. they, they should have taken that same concept. They've always been good about rolling out slowly updates to how the search engines look and work and everything. And why didn't they do that with this? I mean, look at the crap they're throwing at us now. All of a sudden, it's back to 1997 with the kind of spam that can get in here. With Actually, it's like InfoSeq when you used to be able to submit your site and see the result in, like a minute later. Oh, my <laughs> favorite. I loved InfoSeq. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? I could play there for hours. Oh, <laughs> that was good old days. Wow. I'm memory lane. Yeah, totally. And it was just like it's just it's like they got too excited. Let's just switch everything on. What the? Oh, it's a mess. It really, you know, really. That, when things. they were running that, you could also tell uh, what the thresholds were for spam. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. I, I can tell you from experience. You could tell. <laughs> oh, we didn't see. You mean? Yeah, when they. Yeah, were Yeah. Oh, I know. That. I loved so it. I had it a blast. The same tell on there as well. So I, <laughs> I'm glad we brought that up. I got something else to watch now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, so I found a reference to blocking the block sites from search results. It's on Search Engine Land. It was, a, it was actually Barry Schwartz who wrote the article. Um, here's, here's the quote from Google. We're still in the process of rolling out Search Plus Your World, and we're also in the process of remo- restoring the block sites featured for users experiencing difficulties. The right people are looking at what needs to happen to re-enable this, but it might take some time. So they admit that it's a problem. They admit that it's gone and that they're having a hard time fixing it. Someone was too excited and threw the switch. That's the way it looks uh, so They have bad. bugs like that, though, all quite often, Ross. The 302 was an ongoing thing for years. Yeah. Uh, for a number of the search engines, right? That's. I don't think it's that uncommon. But do you think 
this many issues and and really they they've just utterly destroyed their search results with this kind of crap uh all wow. at once is pretty dramatic just a lot okay, of changes but here's the thing that you i always think when they release this stuff right if you remember they start everything at the top of the results and eventually it goes down to where it belongs and sometimes, like in the case of real-time search, it was gone entirely within how long? Like less than, what, six months? It was below the fold in less time than that. Yeah, if that long. Yeah. So the thing is, what they're doing is this is all based on machine learning. So how do you get the most data? You put it at the top of the results because everyone clicks the first one. Well, not everyone, thank God, but... You know that bias is there, so that's I don't know. Why I just I see it come out there. I don't think that'll last very long. Oh, it won't. I agree. I, I just find it rather in, uh, annoying and insulting that they would just throw this into us and make us work out their problems for them. Uh, it's it's uh, it really irritates me because I mean I use oh, Google. Okay. I use it all the time, you know. And and here they are just throwing all this crap at us. And saying, hey, we're going to change everything on you. And, uh, oh, yeah, let's give you this pre-1997 uh, results from Google+. Like another one of the used example of was someone wanted to find out uh, San Jose flights. Someone typed that in. And the only result that she appeared, because it was within her um, uh, circles, was or one of the only social results, uh, social results, pardon me, was uh, someone talking about how their, uh, their office is in the flight path of the San Jose airport. Oh my God! <laughs> what kind of relevance is this crap? Right, and they uh, probably removed ads to put that in there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, well, you know what? We got to take a quick break, and we come back. We're going to tie things up with a few other bits and pieces and a little laughable news. <laughs> SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. 
TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Podcasting at the speed of sound. WebmasterRadio.fm, the flamethrower. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Karka, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Today, we're speaking with Terry Van Horn, who is the partner of the SEO Dojo and uh, uh, industry veteran of 17 years. And we're talking about the uh, Google search plus the world and you know, kind of the debacle that's, that's arisen from it. Uh, we're kind of tying things up on that now, though. Uh, any parting comments from any of you on, on this issue before we change the subject quickly to some other news? John? Um, I don't think it's going to be around in its current form for very long at all. I really don't. I haven't seen it yet, but for the, the feedback that people are giving, and Google seems to be you know usually pretty good at responding to feedback, and I haven't seen this kind of outcry f- against them in a long time. So I, I got a feeling it's not going to be around very long in its current form. Terry? Uh, I would just say the users. It's in the people's court now. They decide. Always do. Yeah, fair enough. I, I heard Gizmodo is trying to – I think this is just hilarious. What a joke. I mean, I, no matter what, I wouldn't go to Bing. But <laughs> Gizmodo is trying to, like, boycott Google and get everyone to switch to Bing. I'm like, oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Funny. Um, I said Google was on the slide to mediocrity. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, good. So, and another news. Uh, we heard. I heard something about a new overpaid talking head at the helm of Yahoo. Um, who was it again? Somebody with PayPal. Who was the ex CEO of PayPal? Is that right? Yeah. I don't, I don't know the name. Uh, Brasco was saying it earlier, but I forgot the name. Scott Tom- Scott Thompson. Scott Thompson. Yay. All right. Well, good good luck to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's gonna need it. <laughs> Lastly, uh apparently Bing is number two in search. Uh which does not mean you need to focus on it any more than you did before. Because <laughs> Google was still almost seventy percent of the market. I mean, come on. But, uh, I, w- no. I wonder if you search in Bing for browser, if Chrome shows up, seeing how you can't find it in Google anymore. <laughs> uh, I still love the day. I, I was at the Bing launch. Uh, I think, uh, no, you, you know, we, unfortunately you weren't there. That was the search marketing advance, but it was uh, a ways back, obviously. And uh, at the Sculpture Park in Seattle, and I was with one of the Bing guys, and I said, well, let me try it. I wanted to see the, the search engine, so I tried it, and I typed in Bing. And the first thing that appeared was Bing sucks. 
<laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was just about dying. I was too funny. He was so embarrassed. Oh, it was a wonderful moment, though. <laughs> See, well, that's, you know what, what? that's what YouTube's for. You need to have that on video. Oh, I totally did. That would have been just priceless. Well, everyone, thank you so much, Terry, for sh- showing up. I know it was last minute, but it's always a pleasure to have you. Oh, thanks. Uh, always a pleasure to talk with you. Yeah, it's great. Great. It's the first time we got to talk, so I really enjoyed it, man. I hope we do it some more. Yeah. yeah sure, went, no problem. And, Terry, when you're out here, you mentioned you might be out here soon, I'd love to hook up for a coffee and just hang oh, out. Oh, yeah, I'm actually thinking of doing a short tour so I can kind of pay for my trip across Canada. Perfect. Going to take good. the train like I did when I was young. Oh, wow. Like I've a pilgrimage to my hippie days. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I've heard a lot of good things about that trip, so I hope it's a great one. Oh, it's beautiful. Nothing like it. Wow. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Internet, Thanks for joining us today. If you'd like to contact us, our email addresses are, well, my, my email address is ross at stepforth.com. And you can contact John via Twitter. Now, hit me up on Google+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be able to do that in two years, yeah. though, John. <laughs> either place you can get, you find me by searching for my name, John Carcutt. <laughs> yeah, there is no other. There is no yep. other. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. You can join us, remember, every Monday, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, or uh, download us. Uh, download us, us. Wow. Download us on SEO101radio.com, uh, which I've, I've just made a quick link, which takes you right to iTunes. Uh, or, of course, webmasterradio.fm. So, everyone, have a great week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Sure, you may be able to hear just how crispy the McDonald's crispy, juicy, tender chicken sandwich is. But that's just the beginning. The full crispy, juicy, tender experience comes after you take your first bite. But why stop there? Order ahead on the app and get medium fries and soft drink for free. Now that's a deal that tastes even better than it sounds. Valid 830 to 919, 1011 to 1031 and 1122 to 121. Valid one time per week. McDonald's app download and registration required.